0: I'm Kelly, and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist.
1: Today we are speaking about how to curate a wardrobe that is sustainable and ethical. And to join us in our discussion is Erin Orbach, a brand manager behind one of our new favorite eco-friendly clothing brands called Booty EcoWear. Booty EcoWear is a great example of a brand that is listening to us, especially as both millennials and minimalists. As millennials, we want transparency and social impact. And as minimalists, we seek high quality clothing and we favor brands that reduce our carbon footprint and approach fashion in an ethical way. Together, we hope to inspire you to join us in channeling our purchasing power to make a difference for the future of our planet and the people involved in the making of our clothes. And as part of curating a conscious closet and intentional closet, you can also refine your wardrobe down to the few essentials you feel and look your best in. A clean, carefully curated closet you can really feel proud of. You are a fellow millennial, and I feel like the sustainable conversation is something that is very important to us. Like, we are chatting about sustainable fashion because we basically are the generation of consumers at the forefront of this movement. Really.
0: Yeah, and I'm so glad people are finally becoming interested in learning more about it and what brands are becoming more sustainable, so... I'm yeah. so happy to be talking to you today.
1: And we're actually, yeah, and we should note that we're wearing our booty eco-wear tights right now. We love yeah, it.
0: They're so comfortable. Oh, How do you guys like them? <laughs> they're so nice.
1: They are um, honestly the most comfortable material. Like they're one of, it's one of those materials that doesn't actually, I don't know, what do you call it? Pill? Yeah. There's no pill. Like it's yeah. great.
2: And then the fabric just, it's just comfortable. Like it doesn't feel like a suck you in type of active wear.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So to start off, I just wanna really touch on how sustainable living really is connected to the minimalist lifestyle because it really is about living consciously. And when it comes to the clothes we own, we like to focus on carefully curated, high quality and responsible materials. So for me, like my interest in sustainable brands actually started when I decluttered my closet. Because I started getting rid of all these pieces and looking at every piece and realizing like wow, I own fast fashion items that are made with materials that are not long lasting and and then I started looking into wow, like where are these brands getting all of these materials made like and how is everybody treated like all these things you then it's just like you become hyper focused on every aspect of the things you own. So because you work for Booty Eco Wear, like what inspired you to work for a sustainable focused clothing line?
2: Yeah, so I started working for Booty essentially like fresh out of college. Um, I'm 26 now and I've been working for them since 2016. And it's when I went and found out about Booty, I was like, okay, there's really not that much information on them in the U.S. yet. You know, I saw their Australian brand and they seemed kind of small and I was like, heck on. I've really liked clothes and I like comfy clothes and I've always been kind of into a more like minimalistic ideal. So seeing that they focused on those essentials really appealed to me. And then it was once I went and met with David, our CEO and really talked with him more about the brand and actually felt the products and like felt their lightweight feel and how soft from them that caught my attention right away. And it was something I felt really passionate about. So I wouldn't say that I was always, you know, I didn't know that I had this passion for sustainable fashion until I discovered booty. Booty is really, I just wasn't aware of it before. It wasn't in the world I was in. So, by discovering booty, it kind of just like sparked this interest for me and it just kind of affected my whole lifestyle because, as someone who's passionate about that, it just reflects in the clothes I wear and just kind of my outlook because also coming from like, a marketing background and an ethical background, I have to feel like aligned with what I'm doing.
0: Are you a minimalist now that you work for them or it's just in terms of style, you just have more of a minimal, simple style?
2: I would say it first started with, I've always like not liked clutter. I don't like a lot of things around. I like to be very organized, but it was definitely with booty that it really started to affect kind of like my whole lifestyle and closet, but especially the clothes. I've always been someone that kind of has like that work uniform or just that uniform of like jeans and a t-shirt. And so booty has really just kind of reflected in the whole lifestyle. And also I would say not even with just directly with clothes, but with food and like uh, just kind of going for that more like holistic, natural lifestyle.
1: Wow. That's so interesting. I love it. Like every aspect of sustainable living will influence every other area of your life. Just like minimalism will influence decluttering you know your your mind uh your emotional clutter all these things right so it's interesting how it's just literally about living consciously and that being yeah. said like i guess working for foodie ecoware motivated you to be more conscious and on that note like what buying habits do you feel like you need to change
2: i would say Sometimes, like, I'm still a work in progress with my approach to fashion and minimalism. I think sometimes there's still that part of getting caught up in events and wanting to have a new dress for a a wedding and going to an event. But that is something that I've definitely really worked on and hold back. And especially also just in terms of a financial place, like, I really think about more thoughts and what I'm purchasing and so it honestly just becoming more aware of the clothes I'm buying and everything it puts you in a different mindset when you do come to that time of purchase
1: absolutely yeah same with Thorne and I like again we used to be overwhelmed when it came to shopping it's just so much like so much to choose from like what do you do yeah and we interviewed uh, a lady named uh, Delaney Fisher And she has her own podcast called The Self-Helpless Podcast. And she was saying, well, since I've become a minimalist, it makes my decision making so much easier. Because I'm actually looking and reading labels and researching brands. And it's easier. Like, oh, is this not a sustainable brand? Then I'm not buying it. I'm not supporting fast
2: fashion. Exactly. Even when you look at it from, and I think this goes hand in hand with the minimalism, in terms of space. I don't want something taking up space in my home or my closet that's not being used.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And Laura was the one that inspired me to remove it. She's like, why do you have certain items in your closet that, you know, are for winter when it's summer? Like, you don't need to look at that every day. So I found ways to kind of store it or get rid of Mm -hmm. parts of it that I really wasn't using.
0: Yeah, we have such yeah. extreme weather here in Canada.
1: Yeah, it's more challenging. I know yeah. you, you're from San Diego now. so Yeah, yeah I
2: was going to say it almost makes that adjustment easier because I don't have these big seasonal transitions in my wardrobe. I don't essentially have my summer clothes or my winter clothes. They can all kind of be worn throughout. Of course, you know, I'm not going to wear shorts on a cold day, but I don't have these, like, drastic parkas. So it makes like simplifying everything almost a little easier. Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually majority
1: of of our listeners are from the California area. And Uh considering that I'm, I'm curious, it is the sustainable movement, which is really growing right now. And again, we're at the forefront of this movement as millennials. Do you find that more people that you talk to are more interested in buying
2: brands that are sustainable and ethical? Definitely. And I think, like I said earlier, it's more becoming aware. People just didn't really think about it before. Like clean beauty has become so popular and people really started thinking about, okay, what am I putting on my skin in terms of skincare? But now I think it's starting to come to the forefront about like, okay, what type of fabrics am I putting on my clothes? So of course it depends like the group of people you're talking to, but especially it just kind of starts to click in people's heads more like, oh, I should be thinking about that. And especially for booty, you know, we're sold online, but we're also sold in stores. And so we're, we're seeing a really big push and demand for customers and stores looking for that sustainable alternative. They're sick of seeing these crazy patterns and things that go in and out of style. And they're really looking for more of those core basic pieces. And so once they kind of discover that there's another sustainable option for that, it's, I think it's definitely becoming more popular.
0: Yeah, I love that you guys don't do trends. I think trends is one of the biggest issues in terms of the trouble that we're running into.
1: Because trends are fast fashion.
0: Yeah, it is because you it's constantly changing. And um, if you look at how clothing was made throughout history, like our grandparents clothing was made out of real raw materials. And it wasn't until probably the last 100 150 years that it really turned around and they started putting a lot of bad stuff in it. I want to
1: get like fast food.
0: Yeah, I know that's so true. (laughs) Um, Like what would you say defines a sustainable brand or what makes a brand sustainable in your eyes?
2: I would look at it in two ways. You can look at it in terms of the production side of it and then the clothes they make. So in terms of production, it's really important to look at the fabrics that are being used and the method In which the clothes are being made so for booty the majority of our clothes are all computer knitted which doesn't mean there's any fabric waste which is a huge huge thing with all of the fast fashion going around there's tons and tons of clothes being put into landfills so because the majority of our clothes aren't cut and sew like a traditional clothing company there's a lot of fabric saving there and then in addition it's important to look like who are making the clothes. All of our clothes are made in RAP certified facilities, which means that it's all fair labor. And then so that's you know more of the production side. And then it's also for us, like we use bamboo in our products. So it's really important for us to know where is that bamboo being grown and how is it being grown? So all of our bamboo is grown organically without pesticides, fertilizers, or, or artificial irrigation. And the artificial irrigation is huge because it means we're conserving a ton of water, which some fabrics require just tons and tons of water. And then also all of our bamboo is grown in FSC certified forests, which means it doesn't contribute to deforestation. So there's all these parts to fabrics that sometimes people don't think about, especially like when you think about to the raw materials. So there's the production side for sure. And that's extremely important, but it also goes to the clothes that are being made. You can use all the sustainable practices, but if you're still putting out clothes that follow trends or follow mm-hmm. different seasons that can't be long lasting, like that's not a sustainable brand. Yeah, and that's so, why
1: I, I love that you focus on the essential pieces. And that's partially why we really wanted to speak with you and, and really present Booty EcoWear as a brand because you don't go out of style and you fill the need of all the basic pieces we need. Like, Lauren and I are all about this is all we need. Like, yeah, you guys, a- you, yeah, you guys have, like, an active line. You guys have, like, really comfortable underwears and bras. And just so that our listeners know, you have amazing products for both women and men. So, I, I'm actually, like, I was looking on the website yesterday. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, my boyfriend would love these. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yeah. great. We
2: really focus on, like, all those core pieces. Like, for us, it's all about versatility and those basic essentials. So, for us, like, always sticking to that, we can, you know, offer those essential underwears, bras, tanks, t-shirts, and then do the same for men, do the same for babies, and then now we're a lounge line. It's just having those essentials in the closet. Like, as long as your closet has those basic pieces, they're not going to go in and out of season they're not going to go in and out of style and you can easily layer upon so I feel like sometimes people think that that switch is going to have to be like really intimidating or really expensive but as long as you have those timeless pieces in your closet it's really doable to you know like create a sustainable closet
0: yeah I think it's so hard at the beginning because it's hard finding all the right pieces but you know Four, six, eight months down the road when your clothing lasts and it still is in good condition and you're not at the mall every other weekend, that is when you really start to notice impacts. Like, you know, now when the season changes, I would usually have to go out and buy new boots and a new coat and I don't have to buy anything now. It's just done. And because I've been focusing so much on buying good quality and exactly what I want and just exactly what I need.
1: That's a really good point. It's true. It's so funny. I told someone,
0: I think it was a couple
1: days ago, said, Oh, I've only bought two items all all year when it comes to fashion. And they're like, What?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're really good with it.
1: Yeah, I was like, Yeah, I mean, that's all I need because my wardrobe, I guess I started this journey almost 18 months ago now. So Mm -hmm. I've been able to completely renovate my wardrobe in my closet, which is great.
2: Awesome. it's not, not perfect sure yet though but more I mean, intentional like when you think oh, okay i need this you're like actually thinking and putting like time and effort behind your purchase instead of just you know doing off the whim purchases exactly
0: no i feel like both of us definitely do our research try it on make sure we need it make sure it goes with other things make sure it's, it's exactly what we want and then Buy the item. I feel like it's like an event if one of us buys. Oh,
2: it totally is. She's like, I'm right there with you. Yeah, (laughs) Kelly
0: got a sweater the other day. I'm like, oh my God, that's a new sweater.
1: It's great because we actually like notice it, but then we also really appreciate every single item we own, which is so cool. Most people are like, oh, you know, I'm buying a shirt or piece of clothing every single week. And you're like, well, do you need it? Or and like, help me. Yeah. But then there's something amazing about buying a few items that you know are will last you a long time, right? And feeling good about that. I always yeah. feel buyer's remorse when I buy something I don't need.
0: That's so true. I also feel good buying the sustainable clothing. Like, even just wearing these pants right now, I know it sounds dumb, but it makes me feel like I'm contributing to, like, the greater good and I'm not succumbing to these other brands that aren't doing good. It's, like, eating organically or eating sustainable meat, things like that. Like, just... You just feel better doing it. So totally. Win-win. And
2: I think a lot of it is, you know, coming from a sustainable brand is you really try to tell a story and form a deeper connection with people because you're all in the same mission. Like the people you love them because they're sustainable. We love them because they're sustainable. That's a really big connection. So it feels like a clothing movement. And so I think just the whole sustainable and minimalistic community, you're all working towards one goal. So it kind of has like, a positive effect just, like, on overall, like, mental, mentally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: No, definitely. There's actually also an app called the Good On You app. Are you familiar with that? Yes. It's so cool. So you can just go into this app and it will tell you which brands are sustainable and ethical and which are not. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so great. It, like, it's a good cheat sheet. Yeah, it helps you buy better, which is so great. Anyways, based on this whole idea of, like, Lauren and I, like again, we, we host millennial minimalists and our goal is to inspire people to be more conscious and live with greater intention. And that goes hand in hand with everything, including their fashion and their their buying uh, preferences and, and thinking more about their buying power. So basically our goal is to really help support and push the slow fashion, industry forward so that we can have a more sustainable future i mean we're trying to be as mindful as we can of the future we recently had a conversation with a lady named amy powell who has a podcast called the attainable podcast which is all about sustainable living and we're just talking about like how can we influence our peers like how can we influence those around us to shop smarter and all these things. Like, are there things that you do in your within your group of friends uh, where you like help inspire people, or do you think it's just like we just all need to do this together and push it forward, or do you think it's like on the individual level, or do you think that we really, really need to push this as groups? What
2: I think in like my own personal world with it is when my friends know that I'm always wearing something booty. And it's kind of just become like my fast or my fashion, like my wardrobe. But what really makes the difference for me is when I gift people a piece of booty clothing. So for example, my parents aren't necessarily like in the know about minimalism and sustainable fashion, but from gifting them a t-shirt or a pair of underwear for Christmas, it's become part of their wardrobe. And then in turn, they're, recommending it to their friends. So I think it really is for the most part just word of mouth. And the more people feel the fabric and don't feel intimidated by it, it's easier to get the word out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I find that like within my group of friends, they are definitely shopping smarter. They're shopping for more high quality and they're really noticing a difference. And it makes it makes you feel better, as as Lauren's saying. It just makes you feel better. Yeah. Uh, if this is higher quality material, and to know that there's you know fair labor behind it, and that you know we're it's we're being less wasteful is just awesome. And you know what? It was so great to hear that Forever Twenty One is no longer. So we can say we can clap to that. That's really exciting. But that being said, do you think that? sustainable brands like Budi Ikua will eventually fade out fast fashion brands or do you think that these brands will survive by making environmental changes because for example Zara uh, they will be organic and sustainable and recycled by 2025 which is great yeah it's really good it's gonna take them a few years so do you think they'll be able to actually get there
2: what are your thoughts I think that there will continue to be more green brands and there will continue to be brands like Zara for example that are adopting sustainable practices which is really great like it's great they're making that effort and other brands you know they're starting to use like recycled materials and offer recycling to their customers but at the end of the day like they're still putting out fast fashion products and as much as they're offering these recycling programs they're still putting out these styles and clothes that aren't long-lasting and aren't the best quality so i sadly think that there will always there will always be that demand for fast fashion from those people that you know follow the always are on to the latest trend and always want something new now hopefully that group of people will continue to get smaller and smaller but i think it's up to the brands and then the push for consumers to demand those sustainable practices and like we said i hope zara gets there But as long as they continue to push out new styles on a daily basis, I just feel like that's not sustainable in the long run.
1: So you're saying this movement is really moving forward with the help of sustainable producers and responsible consumers like us.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like All the sustainable brands out there like Booty or, for example, Albert's, they're all founded by people who are looking for a sustainable alternative. It's not by you know, changing industry industry regulations that are making brands do this change. It's like self-starters and the push for consumers. So, you know, these laggers, companies that are lagging on this, you know, hopefully industry regulations will make them have more sustainable practices, but it's definitely, I think, consumer and brand driven.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, are there new industry regulations? I suppose that there are.
2: There's, you know, we have definitely, our production facilities follow or have different certifications that commit to environmental pillars of sustainability, but they're definitely, I think as sustainable practices like become, I hate using the word more popular, but more well known around the world, I think industry regulations will increase and hopefully brands will be proactive enough to start doing that on their own before, you know, those are all made.
1: Yeah. And you also just mentioned all It's uh-huh. so funny. I just heard about it three days ago. <laughs> Apparently they're great. You haven't
2: heard about Allbirds yet?
1: No, I hadn't heard of Allbirds.
2: Oh my god, yeah, they're very, very popular in California. Are they?
1: I haven't
0: heard of them. They're
1: breathable. You know how we bought Keds all the time? Yeah. We'll buy Allbirds instead.
0: Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And they make everything, like every type of shoe?
1: Yeah, they're very breathable and airy. Anyways, side note. Yeah, (laughs) that's amazing. It's more like like sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, super comfy, super comfy. Go hand in hand with this brand, so. Yeah, yeah, we actually interviewed another sustainable uh, clothing line encircled, as well as uh, interviewed a few uh, brand uh, ambassadors for cotton. Uh, And I'm sure you've heard of both of those brands. So you guys are all like pushing this movement forward together. And I think that's a beautiful
2: thing. Yeah, it's really exciting. Like, you know, a few years ago, we've been doing our sustainable brand since 2011 so we're you know coming up on 10 years soon and it's really exciting seeing all the other brands come to play because you know a lot of times they're called competitor brands but for us we're still working towards the same mission so it's good to see like you know the more people know about sustainable fashion discover other brands it's good for everybody
0: totally Um, what would you say is the most fulfilling part of working for booty eco wear like what have you loved about it the most
2: A big part of it is the people. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes it though. That makes a job. I love our product to death. And I love all the people that I get to come to work with every day and see every day. And we all have the passion to spread the word for sustainable fashion. And we just do it in a fun and lighthearted way. So a big part of it is for sure the people.
1: Amazing. So when it comes to you guys, do you guys highlight the negative effects of fast fashion at all? Or do you guys just push the benefits of shopping sustainably?
2: Mostly, we push the benefits of shopping sustainably. We try to lead by example and really show people the versatility of basics and how you can build a wardrobe on that. So we don't take like a polarizing take on it. You know, we like to educate our customers about our production process and the certifications we have and the importance of basics. But we try, I don't know if it's intentional or just the, the way we feel, and the way our brand is, to not always go to the negative side. We definitely convey that, you know, sometimes in social and our newsletters, but really just trying to lead by example and show the importance of sustainable fashion and the comfort of it and the versatility.
1: Yeah, I just always think to my parents and Lauren's parents, like, why would we buy sustainable clothing? Like, and then I think showing them why would be, for me, I would show them the facts. These are the facts. Look, look, about, look at how much water is used to produce that piece of clothing that you have in your closet. Think about the chemicals yeah. in there. Think about what happens when you throw that away, right? All these things. Well,
2: and you're just kind of making your whole dressing part just more efficient. So if you just have more basics in your closet, it's less worrying about what you have to match. So you're kind of just, you know, speeding up your dressing process as well. Yeah.
0: I think after I saw the documentary, The True Cost, have you seen that documentary?
2: I haven't.
1: Oh, yeah. It's from 2015. Yeah, you
0: have to watch it. That's what educated me on all of this. Like, I feel like. We kind of knew, like, when you're buying, like, a top for $5, you kind of know that <laughs> <Definitely>. something's wrong. <laughs> but um, <laughs> until you go out and research it or watch a documentary on it, you d- I didn't realize how much it affected so many different levels like you were saying like they would showed them growing the cotton and how much water was produced and the way the people were treated and they showed them making the clothes and then at the end they showed all of the clothes in the landfills too like we don't realize the entire system that's being affected and i i want to ask you what do you think is going to be the biggest influencing factor to turn this around like do you think we're going to get to a point where this is the only way we can do clothing do you think more people are going to become interested in it like What do you think is going to be the biggest push? I know Kelly kind of touched on that one. No, but true.
1: Like, I I wonder if, like, yeah, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Do you think, you know, in 2030, that this is just going to be something we all do?
0: I hope so. I'm
2: hoping. I hope so. And I hope, just in general, more people find out about sustainable fashion. It's really just reaching more people and educating them, and hopefully, just honestly, more headlines about the. You know negative effects of fast fashion and seeing the effects it has on these big box retailers like for example walmart or target it's really i think finding a way that you can bring sustainable fashion potentially into places like that or into environments where people shop at those places because if you really want it to over like not overtake everybody but to reach everybody you have to reach those small town places and Whether it's via online, it's really, I think, just educating people and also showing them that you don't always, or like switching to a sustainable wardrobe doesn't always have to be this really expensive process It can start by these little small baby steps. You know, for example, some of our clothes, like people find out about us in these mom and pop shops in the middle of the country. And you would never think that these people would learn about, not these people, but you never, they would never stumble upon booty in a regular environment, but then they discover booty in sustainable fashion, these kind of off-the-wall places, and it's just educating and getting the word out, for sure.
1: Wow, that like really differentiates your brand. And I say that because I'm always listening to The Minimalists, uh, I'm sure you've heard of them, and they always talk about how the healthiest food isn't available at the average local grocery store or at lower price grocery stores. So, it's working the same way in the sense that you're like, hey, like if we want to hit everybody and build this movement, we need to go local. We need to go to mom and pop shops. We need to go everywhere so that we have the opportunity to provide this or give the opportunity for people to purchase these items and own these items, right? Like if we're not in if we're not in Walmart, then we're we're losing so many customers,
2: yeah, right?
0: Accessible to everyone.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's the big thing. Like, I mean, we're not in a Walmart, and we wouldn't be, but we do have this really big retail part to our business. And a lot of these sustainable f- fashion brands are direct to consumer, mm-hmm. which is great if you can order stuff online. But you know, you can find booty and some you know some random little Ace Hardware's or uh, Activewear store. Or a health food store. So we really try to make it like a sustainable fashion available to the everyday consumer. We don't want to segment and have people feel intimidated by it. We really try to be this like welcoming brand that you can order us online, or you can go onto our website and use our store locator so you can find it, you know, close to you or feel it in person.
1: So you have a Canadian website, a US website, I'm assuming an Australian website. And where else yeah. can our listeners find you?
2: I would check out our website um, wherever you're located and type in your zip code. And you okay. can find out like your regular store locator. We're in everything from health food stores to fitness studios to mom and pop gift shops. Pretty much all over.
1: Wow. I could definitely see you guys in heart right. foods one day.
0: Yes, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah they, they love clothing now. <laughs> Lauren and I are so cute. We have our, like, Whole Foods shopping nights. We'll go together, and we'll just get what we need and go. On Sundays, yeah.
2: was yeah. <laughs> going <laughs> so it, it can be so fun, and yet so dangerous.
1: <laughs> yes, it can be. Yes, it can be. But you need to be intentional about every item. Yeah, to argue it on, on Whole Foods, some things are the same price as other stores. It's just what you buy. you got to be careful.
2: Yes. <laughs> and only sometimes you can find a certain thing there.
0: True. That's true. Sure. I feel like food's just expensive in Toronto, so I'd rather just pay a little bit more and get the best quality.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just no, like clothing,
0: right?
1: <laughs> it's just like clothing. But yeah, okay. So I just wanted to to close with some research I did about how to begin building a sustainable closet and some of the ideas I have. Uh, so I'll go through the list, and then I'd love to hear your thoughts and maybe some tips you'd have for our listeners. So okay. And this is a combination of my research and also what I've learned in my journey. So first off, I suggest looking through your wardrobe and decluttering your fast fashion items, whether that means recycling, donating them or selling them. Um, Build a capsule wardrobe. So a capsule wardrobe is all about owning the basics and mixing and matching, which again, it starts from there and then you can build from there from all the other brands that you care about. And then again begin shopping consciously. And then it goes into research brands, ask them the hard questions. You can also just Google and all these new brands that are pushing this movement forward will come up. And then choose your fabrics wisely. I think sometimes we forget about the fabrics in our clothes. Like, hey, like yeah. is this long lasting? Like will this last me 30 wears or will this only last me a couple wears and how do I clean this item? So all these things to think about. And like
0: what natural fibers are. Like a lot of people don't know where silk comes from or 100% cotton and making sure it it is a pure fabric.
1: Yeah. And then also things like caring for your clothing and washing them with eco-friendly detergent. I know that I now only buy eco-friendly detergent and other household products to keep my like my apartment air very clean and to keep me from like wearing clothes that, have chemicals in them from the detergent cuz you think about it like that's, yeah, that's you're literally wearing that residue it's awful and then only choose items you know you'll get at least 30 wears out of like always do that i don't know if that's something that is that something you do do you focus on that like
2: yeah definitely when i'm purchasing something new i always think back my head you know what am i wearing this for how many wears can i wear it and make sure it's sustainable in my closet and i think with all your points You hit the nail on the head. The only thing I would add too is also when you're going through those first, like that first initial step, is organize your closet into categories and colors because that really helps you tell what products you have excess of, where you might need to fill in, and also I think a big part of having a sustainable wardrobe is wearing the clothes you already own. Like it's great to do, you know those sweep throughs and get rid of it but I think it's also to make sure before you you know always go through that process to really get the use out of the clothes you own.
1: You know what I did when I started to my closet? I said oh these are maybe items and I had my maybe items in a pile and then I had some keepers where I'm like oh, I don't know if I love it but I want to keep it so then I forced myself to wear all those items for a week. and yeah. then,
2: and then, yeah, I re- and then- and then you at least gave it a shot. And if you're like, okay, yeah. this doesn't yeah. need to be in my closet and I'll give it away then. But at least you kind of know you gave it like, okay, I want to get a little bit of extra life out
1: of you. Exactly. That's so smart. It makes you, it reminds you, like, yeah, you had a maybe, but it doesn't make me feel my best. And Laura reminded me yep. when you have a minimalist and sustainable wardrobe, you are really wearing and owning your best pieces. And you also said it refines your style personality, which I love.
0: Yeah, it really does. I always, like, I try to just do, like, eight to ten outfits per season as opposed to items. And then you can really narrow it down and make sure they fit well together. Because even if you, you know, are buying uh, a new piece, it is hard to make sure it goes with shoes and a jacket and jeans. Like, it, it takes a little time to get down path but. again
1: Lauren like eight to ten outfits, outfits you yeah. are
0: amazing <laughs> I'm still not there but <laughs> I have extras I'm not that strict but <laughs>
2: <laughs> well and that's like good the way I feel like sometimes we're like okay I need to buy a shirt for this outfit when and really you should be thinking like How many outfits can this shirt work for instead of trying to, you know, mold something into fit that one style? Absolutely. Yeah, no, you
0: can have items that work in multiple outfits. It's so funny. I feel like now that it's cold, I wore a turtleneck and jeans the other day, and everyone was like, oh, there's Lauren's outfit till spring. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I love that. They know it. They know. They're like, my friend the other day was like, you're like a cartoon character. You just have like a few outfits that you wear. It's funny though, because Lauren and I'm not I know. That extreme. <laughs> but you
1: know what? Like, you've even still, mix and match. I would say no one's ever noticed that I have a. No small one's wardrobe. noticed,
0: and other people wear the same things over and over again. They just have full closets of stuff they don't wear. Yeah, that's they the only wear one
1: tenth of their closet. That's yeah, the thing. I wear all of mine. Exactly. That's the difference. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like cute. Productive I
2: totally. I just. I feel like I'm always just wearing a pair of jeans, a different pair of shoes or sneakers, and then a black, white, or gray shirt. And that's like what works for me.
1: I love that. I love that. That's so simple. It's less decision making in the morning, too. We've talked about that in previous episodes.
2: Yeah, I don't like having to wake up and thinking, what to prepare with what. I just like seeing, you know, making it fast and simple. Yeah. And comfortable.
1: So you spoke about all those events that we have where we have to rent a dress and there's this feeling of, oh, I don't want to buy this, knowing that I'm only going to wear it a couple times. Some of the solutions we have for that are obviously reach out to your friends. Like your friends may have an extra dress you can wear. There's also rent the runway. You can rent it and then bring it back. So I love those those options. And separate from that, if you do find that you have a lot of clothes and maybe they're still good quality, but you don't want them and you don't really want to recycle them, but you, you want to be able to give them to other people, maybe within your network, you can throw a clothing swap party. Yeah, that's so smart. I love that. Have you ever done that before?
2: I haven't done a clothing swap party. I have sold clothes, you know, like on Poshmark. Oh, I've never heard of that. Have you done that before?
1: I've never heard of that. What is
2: it called? It's called Poshmark. Um, It's a really popular app in the U.S. and you can essentially take photos of your clothes and post them on the app and sell them. Wow,
1: Lauren would love that. Yeah, I need to get into that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing because once I feel... Like, for example, if I have, you know, this is more, not as much recent, but when I did buy things that were more occasion focused, it was a great way to, you know, reduce the clutter in the closet and, you know, maybe put it towards a different investment piece.
1: That's so smart. That's so smart. So thank you again so much for your time today. And just to close, I was just curious, like, where can our listeners learn more about Booty Wear?
2: Yeah, you can check out our website. It's B-O-O-D-Y-W-E-A-R.com and then at Bootywear. And if you visit our website, regardless of what country you're visiting from, it'll forward you to the correct one. And then I also wanted to offer a special discount to everyone listening so they can get 20% off their first order. Oh, that's
0: wow. so nice. Thank you.
2: Yes. So if everyone, you know, you can visit your relative country site and use the code Millennial at checkout for a special discount.
1: Amazing. I love it. And remember, Millennial has two ends. <laughs> we always like to remind people. So check that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, like, people are searching for us and, like, I was like, they're like, I couldn't find you. I was like, you forgot the end. They're like, yes, I did. <laughs> it's funny. Um, just to close, I also wanted to add that I know you guys are also coming out with a leisure line, which is so exciting. When does that come out?
2: Yes, we just released it in the States on Monday, and it's been in the works for a few years, and we're so excited for it. It's just comfortable lounge and pajama basics. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's yeah, so super comfortable we're essentially you know just filling all those gaps in the closet absolutely love it love it
1: well thanks again Erin and I hope we can speak with you soon and Lauren and I go to the west coast quite often so we'll
2: definitely come visit yes yes would love to meet you live it would be great thank you so much guys I really appreciate you taking the time absolutely thanks so
1: much Erin thanks again cheers bye-bye bye Thanks again for listening. That was our conversation with Erin Orbach at Bootywear. And again, if you are looking for quality essentials, Lord and I, we highly recommend this company. We both actually got a pair of their active wear, and I recently wore it on a plane, and I also wore it while running on the treadmill, but I also wore it to bed.
0: Super yeah, comfortable. Yeah, I wore mine to bed, too. And I've worked out in it, too. It's so soft, and it washes really nicely.
1: Yeah, I put mine through the wash, and it literally looks the exact same, so I'm so happy about yeah. that. So again, if you are looking for quality essentials, we highly recommend Bootywear. Just go to bootywear.com and at checkout, use the word millennial to get 20% off.
0: Yeah, and continue to shop for sustainable clothing.
1: Yes, only if you need it, Yeah, if you need
0: it. (laughs) Only
1: focus on things that you need and those that you value and eliminate the rest. Thanks again. Thanks, guys. Cheers.